We have the Men on Melrose Heisman Trophy Award winner presented by Men on Melrose, Spencer Peaches. Come on, baby. Gentlemen, thank you. Thank you for that uh, incredible honor. Um, hey, you won it before the season even started, man. That's damn right. Thank you. Thank you. I, You know, it's, it's going to go on my mantle. I hope I get like an actual trophy. Um, Coop, I'll let you, yeah, I'll let you take care of that one, Coop. Yeah, we'll um, see. Yeah, okay. Thank you for the yeah. award. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. You, you had a lot of rushing touchdowns this year. How many did I have? Three? I think Four? three. Jeez, dude. At Wisconsin? Jeez, um, dude. I can't remember. I had at least three, I think. Yeah. I'm like Lamar, man. Basically. You are. Yeah. Yeah, it's... my ratio. Passing to rushing touchdowns. This you guys are pretty yeah. Almost even. Speaking of, who does Lindy – what does Lindy think? Are you faster or Lamar? You know, I, I think he's, like, somewhat biased towards Lamar just because that's his current quarterback, you know. Mm. Uh, but it's – it kind of goes back and forth. Like, it's – sometimes sometimes he says me, sometimes he says Lamar. Um, I don't know. We'd have to race. Uh, he's yeah, expecting uh, a present then. That's why he said Lamar. He got a present, actually. Just uh, yesterday, some swaggy shoes. A pair of shoes that Lindy will never wear. But, never wear. Uh, yeah, but they're like green. What were they, Coop? I don't really know shoes. Like they're, that. I think they're Air Force Ones. They're they're like green and like white, green and yellow. Lindy will literally wear that with like jeans that don't fit, uh, <laughs> an old Iowa hoodie, and like yep. some hat from like some town in small town Iowa. Oh, yeah. Um, with his Beef green shoes. Hat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Beef days. All right, wait. So Spence, give us the rundown. What's what's your plan here now for your future? Are you allowed to talk about it? Yeah, I'm allowed to talk about it. All right, um, give us a rundown. Yeah. So basically, um, right after I got hurt and and we found out just the extent, you know, because I tore my labrum and I tore my rotator cuff in my shoulder, um, which is a pretty like that's a pretty tough like timeline. Uh, obviously, just the end the end of my senior year. Uh, we're talking like months and months of rehab um, before I, because I, I have to throw, right? It's not like it's a defensive lineman where you can you can kind of demobilize the shoulder and, and be okay. Um, so basically, the goal is to is to be able to rehab uh, without you know finish rehabbing before making any kind of major decisions. Um, and after I'm done playing, I want to coach. Uh, so right now, I'm I'm on roster. Um, I'm I'm going to be you know being an apprentice, I guess, type role, if you will, uh, you know, what normally would be called a student assistant or, or a graduate assistant, I guess, but probably won't be at that, you know, that level necessarily because I still have to take classes and stuff. Um, but while I rehab and, uh, you know, hoping for, hoping to medically redshirt this year, um, you know, and then, and then make, make decisions on my future uh, after this season, once I've rehabbed, uh, my shoulder feels good and it's back to normal, um, make a decision then. Um, on what to do. Yeah, how'd surgery go? Is it like a bionic arm now? Yeah, dude. Uh, I might be able to throw it like 150 yards now. Yes. Um, it's all bionic. No, yeah, it's rookie of the year. What'd you say? You seen the rookie of the year? No. Fuck. All right, cut it. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. That's bad. Uh, that's bad radio right there, Coop. It's great radio if you knew what it was. It, it would be perfect, but no one knows what it is. What, does he just have a rocket of an arm? Yeah, he breaks his arm. It's like, uh, who's the guy? Daniel Stern. Not Daniel Stern. Who's the guy who played the, like, hit, was it Marv in Home Alone 2? Yeah. Uh, Dan, is it Daniel Stern? I don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm Stern. talking about? <laughs> what is going on right now? Are you talking oh, about Howard? Howard Stern? No, not Howard Stern. Um, David Stern, the old commissioner of the NBA. Yeah, sure. Uh, this kid breaks his arm, and they they like, they keep him in a sling the whole summer like this. And when it comes back, his muscles like uh, heals there tightened. So like when he throw a baseball, he throw like a hundred miles an hour, and they made him starting pitcher for the Cubs. It's a sweet move. It's hilarious, actually. Yeah, but that, I just gave that reason for no reason. Like, you yeah, that's it. that's good. That's gonna be Spence. Damn it. <clears throat> yeah, Spence. Did wrong. you did you have anything crazy? Did anyone crazy reach out when, uh, like, you had that? It was it looked like a bionic 
arm pass in the Manning Passing Academy? Did anyone crazy? No. Um, I got some fist bumps from the guys there. Uh, but yes. nothing. Uh, yeah, no one no one crazy. I mean, it's a, you're in like – you're in shorts and a t-shirt, right? Like it's not, um, not, not overly impressive, but yeah. It's still canon. Well, it's on air. Yeah. You know what? That's, that was your Heisman moment. Is that what won me the, the men on Melrose Heisman this year? We knew before the season started from that moment on. Okay. Well then that's good. That's, it's a, uh, what a, what an honor. What an honor. I'm so happy that that was recorded. And, um, yeah, that was great. Also beating Purdue, you were you were a stud in the Purdue game. That was fun, man. We had to we had to uh, get a little payback on Chuck. Um, yeah, it was it was perfect because we won, but Chuck still got his yards and, um, yeah, that was a wild. Where you were there, Jack? Weren't you, Cooper? You yeah. No, that was the only win I watched. I went to four games. You won in three. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, and you, you were tried to ban me. Were you over? No, I you were at the Penn State. I was fifty. I was fifty percent. Coop, were you Michigan? No, you were Iowa State and Wisconsin. Iowa State, Wisconsin. And Jack, mm. in twenty-one, were you? You were there for Penn State. Yep, is there Penn State and another one? Yeah, Indiana. Oh, the Indiana game was sick. So lifetime, you're five hundred. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, that's out of college. Right. 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 Yep. You did skip the Ohio State game at 17, though, didn't you? Yeah, that's the biggest regret of college. Yeah, it's tough. That I have. That's tough. Because, well, that year we had two right right at the very end. It was uh, Penn State beat us literally on the last second. And then Hornybrook led like an 80-yard drive with two minutes left in the Wisco game. So it was like, I'm not watching it again. That was 18. No, no, no. That was – that game was 18. Um, right. That was that was fucked. It would have been <clears throat> Purdue was after. I wasn't I wasn't here, but um, Purdue was after in seventeen. Purdue was after Ohio State. Right? Ohio State because we played Wisconsin next week and didn't didn't like, do too yeah, well. That was torch. My whole time I was there, you guys did the exact opposite of what we did when we were there. Like this year, mm-hmm. for example, every year we. Wisconsin was always not on and off. We beat Iowa State every year. We beat Nebraska every year. We'd lose to Purdue. And then Wisconsin was depending on what, what year it was. This year, you guys lost to Iowa State, lost to Nebraska. Nebraska. Right. That's actually, why I, I, that's actually I knew I knew you guys were going to beat Purdue. And when you beat Purdue, I'm like, they're going to lose to Nebraska. <laughs> This is fudge, dude. Did you know I was going to get you know what? That's, that's bullshit. I'm lying. I knew, I thought you guys were going to win. Yeah, it sounds like we got rats in the uh, in our corner here, man. We got we got some uh, got some traitors on the pod, Forrester. What do you have to say about that? I mean, Coop bet on Nebraska. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he did. I I bet I think maybe two games this year, and after that, I'm like I I don't think I'm going to re bet again. Well, we would have beat Nebraska if. If you and DeGene didn't go down, that's just a fact. Yeah. That was yeah. tough. Yeah. Well, you know, it's uh it's part of the game, man. It's like we lost to Northwestern in 18 because Coop tore his ACL. Um that's true. That is true. That is true. Injuries are a part of the game, unfortunately. Also, yeah. I would like to credit every loss after that. Imagine what Coop would have done if he never tore. <laughs> like yeah. people see what Cooper Cup did in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And what I see is I see a fall camp 2018 Max Cooper. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, you know, the knee, the knee is important. Um, the knee is an important bone. Joint. 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 Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, all right, Spence, going back to the Purdue game, though. So, Chuck, I am, I mean, you weren't thrilled when he left, but <clears> – <throat> All right, timeline. You weren't thrilled when he left. (laughs) The Purdue-Penn State game, we actually talked to him about, like, the sideline reporter. We were like, did you know, like, this is what, like, did you say this to them? Do you remember during watching that game? What did he say, like, Aiden's just a playmaker or something? He was like, I came here because Aiden's a winner. Yeah, I did. I do remember watching that. Um, I I didn't get – that didn't upset me. 
only because like we all say bullshit to the like charlie did not mean that as a slight to me and i know that um like you say what you have to do to the media um obviously i wasn't excited that he left um i was i was fired up for uh you know him to be on our team but um i think it worked out it just worked out so well for him like it's it's hard to have any ill will um you know it's he had a he had an awesome year and i don't know i'm pumped for him see what he can do well it's crazy because like there's actually an interview after the game when he said, yeah, I came here because Aiden's a winner and Spence is, like, the biggest loser right now. I was like, <laughs> yeah. No, he said, like, he said, you know, the I couldn't live up to the standard that our, our former senior receiver, his name is Max Cooper, he set such a high bar um, that I, I felt like I'd be living in his shadow if I stuck around for the fall of 2022. So, um, you know, I, I, he's, you know, I remember him saying, he said, I tried to, to live up to Coop in the spring. I didn't think I could do it. So I, I left. We did have a deep talk about that for a little bit. It was like a heart to heart. There was tears shed hey. all on my side. Serious <laughs> <laughs> question. Was Coop the glue to the receiver room? Um, uh, yes. What do you think? Were there any transfers before? Like, Tyrone. When Coop was there, did anybody transfer? Tyrone and Dez. No, he, they left after Coop. No. No. That would have been fall of. No, wait. They this did. was Tyrone's first year at Purdue. Yeah, but no. he left in bull prep. He left after the Big Ten Championship game because um, we didn't have him for the bowl game. Mm. We had Max. Um, mm. And then Dez. That was whack, actually. I'd say that thing about Bull Calvin game. Calvin Lockett. Um, C Lock, yeah, Lock Trance, Trance Largo. Did I say Trance? Uh, <laughs> transferred. Transferred. Uh, yep. Didn't transition to my knowledge. But basically, Coop told Charlie. He said, um, "You can wear the shoes, but you're never filling." That's right. No, I said you can wear the cup, but you'll never fill it. <laughs> the cup is actually shaped like a <laughs> like a miniature cut it oh. <laughs> alright to finish that question though he we asked him that same we asked Charlie the same thing last week he was like I didn't even know that they said that like that did not come out of my mouth but so yeah it wasn't slight to you but how did you guys get back on your Pony, because he said he was like, "Yeah, Spencer was like, or I'm, I'd probably talk to Spence the most since I've transferred." Um, you know, I I don't know. I think like right away, the first couple of days, I was like pretty pissed at him. Uh, didn't really want to talk to him. Spence tried to kick him out of our group chat. Nope, no, no. Spence was a leading charge. Him and Riley were leading charges. It was definitely yeah, Riley. You you kicked him out of lunch pail. Did I kick him out of lunch pail? For like an hour. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I had some emotions for sure. Um, I mean, like, dude, like, we, like, really oh, grinded yeah. for, like, three years. Um, but then I think, like, as, as I reflected on it, I guess, it was just like, oh, like, this guy, um, he's betting on himself and wants uh, to go to a place that throws the ball more. And, like, I hope it works out for him. Um, and it did. Uh, you know, if it hadn't worked out, then, like, I obviously would have been probably wouldn't have held you know wouldn't have maybe been as happy for him i guess um but i'm obviously very happy for him uh but yeah i talk to him pretty frequently he's a as you guys know he's a great dude yeah he's the man yeah Chuck. it was far or uh when i went to go find highlights of you I, it, it would always be like chuck would be in the camera angle in black and gold and i was like damn that's weird yeah <laughs> or like they're black and gold. They were black and gold too, right? But yeah, not as cool. It's an uglier gold. All right, we're, we're getting back to some preseason because we haven't talked to you since I. You were our first guest. Do you, do you I was. That? I do remember that. And we haven't seen you since. Well, you know, I, I was, uh, you know, I had to be under the radar a little bit, man. You know, you gotta, yeah, you know, gotta block out all the noise. And Coop absolutely became the noise in season. Um, and I had to had to cut it out. I had to block it out <laughs> any way I could. Why, what was, like, what was, why was that a thing? What did I say? Um, I said something and you guys all just instantly 
You're the prize. He's a part of the media now. No, that's such bullshit. I, I don't I don't really consume any media unless it's sent directly to me in season and um you you were part of the media, Max, and I, I couldn't I couldn't like allow that to creep into my process and my like week to week, my day to day. Um so yeah, in a lot of ways, like I had to cut you out of my life. <laughs> Coop joked that it's funny when people will like either quote tweet or like comment like these stupid media guys or like something like that calling us media. <laughs> and a couple weeks ago, you, when you texted Spence, you were like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm not doing any media right now. <laughs> like, yeah. Coop's a big media guy. <laughs> yes. He absolutely is. Um, that's okay. Coop. You just gotta like own it. Like I, yeah. Yeah. I think you earned that. You earned that title. Yeah. I think so too. I think uh oh that is (laughs) that is awesome um all right also in the preseason so yeah we haven't talked to you in a while cool story here stand-up guy i mean like i know you don't consume media during or consume media during the season but um you had some really cool headlines like the one that stood out the most is is why i wore the shirt every kick counts Mm -hmm. um before the season started, you donated six grand to Tory's Every Kick Counts campaign. Yeah, yeah. Um, we did like a – we uh, Reggie, um, Lee Sean, and I uh, did a little camp for like underprivileged uh, youth in um, Cedar Rapids and I think Davenport. Um, and, yeah, they were they offered to pay us for it. And, um, you know, I, I don't know. I just felt like – Helping, you know, youth is not necessarily something that I need to be compensated for. So, um, yeah, it was good. It was great, great cause, obviously. And uh, Tori's, Tori's doing a lot of really cool stuff. So is Keith with all that. So glad to help. Definitely. You just got, you just got like prime media. I'm, I'm like, I'm kind of jumping back and forth between my media. Yeah, I don't like that. I mean, that was a, that was a great answer. I love that. That answer. was a great but, answer. Yeah, yeah. Hey, sound too much like media. Spence. That's. Fox. A golden gavel award winner. We have yes. We'll get that. I thought it was just like a, a toy you had. I didn't know. How'd that, that happen? Who gave oh. you that? Scott gave me this. Man, that's awesome. You know, I I I stepped a, I, I left a place on above my bed. Hold that up for either the Heisman or the Davy O'Brien. Um, but now I have the golden gavel. Um, I would actually argue that that's the higher award. It, you know, I'll be honest. It actually is very. It's a cool thing. Like it's, it actually works as a gavel. You can um, see if your knee reflex works. No, it actually can. It's too thick. Like it's too big mm. of a hit. Um, you get it for cooperating with the media. Um, you know, because at times I have to answer some some tougher questions, uh, which is obviously part of my job. Um, but. It was cool. I'm it's glad to know that they appreciated it because I always tried to always tried to be, you know, respectful and uh professional as much as I could. Do they put you guys through like media training? Yeah. Hell yeah. We I, I was uh, gonna say. <laughs> well, I mean, so it's it's really actually helpful when you're young. Like um you know, Coop didn't have to worry about it much after games, uh, but uh <laughs> But, like, especially as, like, a first-year starter, like, you know, you have to go after every game. You have to go talk to the media. Um, and, like, so there's always uh, a woman named Eileen Wickstead uh, has a company that, that we that we use. Um, and then Andy uh, – geez, I don't remember Andy's last name. Uh, used to be a sports anchor in Des Moines, I think. Sandberg. Nope. Um, it's not Sandberg. Uh, that's the guy in Lonely Island, I think. Uh, yeah, Bernard. Yeah, big tuna. Um, anyway, tuna. <laughs> Andy. Oh, geez, I had it for a sec. Anyway, um, <laughs> but they they lost uh, my train of thought. <laughs> lost my train Sorry. of thought. To off. Anyway, it's very helpful when you're like young. I feel like as you get older, like you you just know what to say and you know how to answer questions, and um, so not not maybe as helpful when you're older, but especially when you're young, it's like. 
it's a godsend because Eileen's like all over the storylines. She knows like what they're going to ask. Um, she, she, a lot of times will do like a, essentially like a mock interview before you go out there, um, which is very helpful. Like after a game, because you have to, you have so much adrenaline going and like, um, especially if you lost, right. Like you're, you're kind of like all over the place. Uh, cause it's obviously a rough deal to go through. Um, but it, it just helps to like get your thoughts out there and like said before you go out there uh, and, and they do just a really great job. So we're lucky. We're lucky to have them. Yeah, I was going to say, it's really funny doing, like, interviews in season and out of season because you can tell, like, it's like a trained media machine during the season. It's a little harder to joke around. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. After the season, it's just guys being dudes, you know? Yeah, well, like, that's for – because I don't ever have time to watch Rodgers on uh, Pat McAfee, but, like, I I can't imagine, like – I'm curious to know, like, how jokey he is because, like, he's – like he knows everyone in the world, not everyone in the world, but everyone's going to watch what he says. And like, he has a game in what, five days. If it's on Tuesdays, like, but then again, like no one really like wants to just have a like media interview on a podcast every week. Like it's not, it's not great. Like entertainment. Um, Boring as hell. Right. Right. Um, kind of like you as a podcast host sometimes could cut me off. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Anyway, yeah. No, we're definitely trained. We're, we're pretty trained. We're trained well. Yeah, trained well is right. You guys are like a machine. Um, another, I guess this will be now this preseason as we go into spring ball and everything. Has Cade gotten to campus yet? Cade is on campus. He is. I saw him, uh, saw him today. Have you, so you've spoken to him? Yeah. Um, I got to – I talked to him a little bit on his visit. Um you know, it's our first day back today. So, uh, I was just, I was doing rehab and, and ran into him. Um, you know, nothing crazy, but seems like a really, really nice guy. Are we allowed to be a McNamara podcast or not yet? Absolutely. Okay. All right. Absolutely. You're a <laughs> Yes. Yeah, latest, yeah. podcast host. Uh, we were, on. we were from the Nebraska game until the end of the bowl game. I'm only Spencer. We we've been a Peaches podcast for lo- so long. I don't know what we're gonna do. I don't know yeah. what we're gonna do. I don't know. It'll be tough. Um, I guess yeah, we could be, we, could be a, we could be an eco podcast now because he's come back for his seventeenth uh, year. But the thing is, to be a podcast, you have to be able to defend at all costs and cheer at all costs. That's true. Um, and I, I mean, as far as I know, we should be cheering for Kate, uh, no matter what. It's going to be exciting. Um, say less. But yeah. Yeah. Because um, Nico doesn't touch the ball every play, you know, even though if he does this year, he's going to break some records. Yeah. Um, no, he doesn't touch the ball every play. Uh, but yeah, no, the quarterback does. Um, yeah, we should get actually. Maybe we'll put Nico in a wildcat package or something. He, you know, he, he seems like he could, you know, make two yards per carry or something like that. Um, yeah, he could be a solid, solid run guy. Question for you: guy. The funniest thing in the bowl game was obviously there were so many cheap shots by Kentucky. Putting Laporta in at quarterback <laughs> in the fourth quarter, up twenty-one yeah. zero. Um. Yeah. It was so we. Like that was, I thought it was really cool because it was really like um, on paper, those plays should have been much better than they were. Um, but yeah, I think just like getting back into a rhythm and like knowing that because when you run with the quarterback, like you have an extra number, right? Like you have an extra, an extra blocker that you otherwise don't have. Um, so it's a numbers advantage in the box, uh, which when a quarterback's handing it off, you just don't have. Um, and, you know, we were, we were kind of stagnant uh, running the ball at that point in time. And I think, we just wanted to try and, you know, jumpstart something. Uh, and Sam, I mean, he's – dude, he uh, – we didn't let him throw during the game, but during practice we practiced a couple of throws, and he, like, looked pretty damn good. Um, you know, if it, if it got down to it, you know, where we were in emergency quarterback mode, you know, because of injury, um, I would have been really excited to see what happened because uh, I think he would have completed a pass. Um, it would have been cool. He's a gunslinger, man. 
Well, like what's what's crazy is like his his like because it's all like it was all going to be like throw on the run stuff. Um, like we're not going to have him drop back and pass. Um, but his his like on the run throwing mechanics, like his arm motion, like sucked because he doesn't throw. But like his his hips and all that, like all like the kind of stuff that's like harder for a quarterback to learn. He he just did completely naturally, like perfect. Um, and it's just like damn, like this dude's this dude's quite the athlete. The tight end you lives on. I mean, Lachey and Laporta were like two of your main targets this year. Yeah. I think that could be one of the best duos. I don't know what you have to say about them, but. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, obviously Sam is like extremely talented and um, I don't know if it's my place to say, but I'd, I'd put him toe to toe with TJ and, and, and that's Sam, you know, quite a bit, obviously. Um TJ's bigger, um, but Sam's Sam's a really good player. Obviously, uh, he's really damn good. Um, and Luke, like I, you know, it's it's it'll be cool to see like as a um, like more primary guy. But he, I mean, I don't think he dropped a single ball a year. Like he's and he's like he's like six eleven. Like he's huge. Um, I don't know. It's gonna be exciting. And I, uh, you know, I know Eric's, you know, really good player too. And um, got some other guys so it'll be it'll be cool to see yeah we asked laporta if he even feels pain because i feel like he would get like 100 mile an hour fastballs (laughs) just have you ever seen somebody break their fingers from one of your fastballs um you know what's funny uh (laughs) so uh it was in 2018 when i was the third string quarterback um because like the third string guy doesn't do much of practice at all um, cause the reps go to the ones and the twos. Um, like if, if there was an extra rep with the twos, I jump in there. Um, but so after practice, so I could like improve still, I would keep some managers out there to catch for me. Um, and one of this guy, Matt Condon, uh, it was Matt Condon and Aaron bowling. Um, yeah, Connie, Connie ran a go ball for me once and I threw it and he caught it. Um, but it like propelled him forward to where he fell and I, it's pretty far away. You know, like I let it fly. Um, and all of a sudden he's like sprinting back, like running towards the, the indoor, like back into the locker room. Um, and I'm like, Matt, like, you're all right. Like, what's up? And he goes like, no, and he holds up his hand and his pinky is completely sideways. <laughs> oh um, my gosh. Yeah. Dislocated his finger. Um, which I believe is from the ground, uh, but you know, <laughs> yeah. Been, yeah, just, just made a full extension one-handed diving catch, broke his finger. Unbelievable play. Yep, yep, good one, Coop. That was that was good. I knew you were gonna say that. I knew <laughs> that was coming. Oh, I actually, this was in season. One of the coolest moments, I think, and it was talked about the entire week leading up. Um, you walking out on senior day to your parents at midfield, what was that like? I mean, the crowd was going nuts for you. What was that like? Uh, it was really, it was really cool. Um, yeah, it was great. It was, it was a really hard year and, uh, that was, that was really nice. Um, that was a great, great thing the fans did, uh, meant a lot. Um, you know, there's media spence back, but I, I'm being completely honest. Like it, it was, it was awesome. Um, especially like, um, just the, you know, early in the year, like first two weeks getting first three weeks getting booed in pregame, um, when they announced my name to, to then get a lot of cheers and stuff was really cool. My, my mom loved it too. And my dad, um, it's probably best for them. Cause I feel like all that, all the booing and shit is harder on my parents than it is on me. Um, so it was, it was really cool. It was really cool. Got me fired up. I was a little juiced up to start that game. Uh, I was I was slinging that baby around, um, but yeah, no, it was it was great. Yeah, I thought that was so cool. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a lot of fun. Obviously, there's ups and downs of fan bases, but like all in all, once somebody leaves, and you saw the same thing with Nate Stanley, it's like you you walk away and you're like legendary and stuff. Um, and I don't know, it's part of being an Iowa fan. I think it makes it fun. Um, what, just trashing the quarterback until he leaves? 
Yes, that's yeah. precisely it, yeah. it's. I was booing the TV on Senior Day. The, <laughs> yeah, the backup it, in Iowa football history, the backup quarterback is always the best quarterback. Did I? I was to the that, fans. I remember it. I remember. Yes, it. you were uh, that. I was that at one point. Um, you know, you either die a hero, or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Um, Become the starting quarterback for the Hawkeyes. <laughs> yeah, villain, the villain in this case is the starting quarterback. <laughs> yeah, or Harvey Dent, you know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's so fun. But it also makes it, like, uh, watch it, watching you play quarterback is also a lot of fun. I mean, you won a Heisman Trophy this year. Did I know? I actually – I already forgot it. Thank you for reminding me. I forgot it was the Mal Monroe's uh, 2022 Heisman Trophy winner. That's uh, you know, that's yeah. I'll remember that forever. You Mal Monroe's Heisman Trophy winner or the Heisman? That's right. The mom, Mal Monroe's Heisman Trophy winner or the Golden Gavel. Oh, that's like asking to pick between like my two children, which I don't have. I don't have any kids. I should have phrased that differently. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, I, would, I would go gavel. Um, <laughs> no, they're, they're, you know, they're both such just deep honors. Um, you know, I, I, I think with both of them, I'll be able to remember, I'll be able to look back, uh, especially if you guys like actually give me a trophy coop again, please get on that. Um, why is it, why is it my order of duty? Because you're, uh, you have my address. Um, That's true. And Forster, I, I can't send him my address. Um, but I'll be <laughs> able to send you. I've sent you at least three packages this year. I think I've gotten what two shirts and a whiskey bottle. Yep. Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> right um, I think you're the only person who's gotten a whiskey bottle. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean it was good. It was a, it was a, it was a good thing. I helped promote the first episode, and you did. Just, I mean, I just think I just retweeted it. Uh, but I will I still, say the people who promote it, they put up the best numbers. Yeah. Um, they also gain 2,000 Instagram followers every time you do it. Yeah. Um, that's good. What I'm thinking about, Coop, is like it's probably distracting because I bet every time you do a podcast, your your hairline is just slowly, is. slowly receding every time you do a pod. And like I can imagine like it's hard to not look at that. So speaking of uh, the gavel, though, that was probably the last time that you've done media. I would I would assume was when you were in Nashville for the bowl game as a country guy, basically part time TikTok country artist. What do you think of Nashville? Would you move there? Oh, dude, yeah, I, that's the thing that's tough. Like, I would live if there was like a really nice suburb, like an hour away. Only because I'd be too worried. Like it's it's so fun and it's so expensive um, that like I would I would like lose all my money. I would spend. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. There was a so we're me Ryan and Geese stayed like that hotel. Me and Geese walked from our hotel to downtown Broadway one day, which was like a 45 minute walk. Yeah, we, we were gonna get lunch and we just didn't do that. And we just walked straight down. But like we went through these suburbs that were like right on the outskirts. Sick. There, yeah. it's a miniature town, and they have like, like little local bars, and they can just walk right downtown. It was so Nashville's like sweet. It's awesome. It's cooler than Charleston. No, it's not. Yep. Um. Well, yeah. So we went. So I went with Ryan, Padilla, and then Joe. <laughs> in Joe's a good. Joe's like, a good friend of the pod. Yeah, great guy. Uh, in the beginning of 2020, because his dad still had his house from when he was the coordinator at Vanderbilt. Uh, yeah. We went for a children's concert. Um, and they're in like one of, they were, they moved and they sold the house, but like they were in one of those really nice um, neighborhoods too. Yeah. It's sweet. It's freaking awesome. Yeah. Dude, I, I should, yeah. <laughs> you ahead. even performed spots. <clears throat> I did, man. I did. I brought out my inner Tyler shoulders, had to, had to perform. It was fun. Um, I wasn't going to make like anyone. It was like, really, because I, I, Ben Hansen, who's our ops guy, great guy. Um, he put me in charge of 
um, finding five guys for the song contest and five guys for the chicken contest because it was also a chicken eating contest. And the chicken eating was no problem to find guys, but the song deal was like brutally hard because um, no one wanted to go sing. Uh, and I got Plev, no problem. Uh, Jake Bostic, we got a uh, freshman receiver. Um, someone, I think Ben got him. And then at the end, I just told them Vines and Book, uh, Vines and Leash, I just told Ben that they were going to do it. Um, they weren't in, but I told them they were, and they, they, uh, I told them, Hey, you guys are doing it. I signed you up. And then we had fun. It was a good time. It looked sweet. It looked like a dream come true for you. Up on and we won. Stage. We won. We beat Kentucky, yes. which is good. Did you get, did who, who won the chicken eating contest? Kentucky, but this is, there was a big asterisk there. Mm. Um, Allegedly, because I was backstage uh, preparing my, you know, preparing, preparing our song. Um, but allegedly, uh, they beat us by one chicken uh, tender, and they had like five of them on the floor um, that oh. were counted as eaten that weren't. Um, that's alleged. I, I don't have any proof, but that's what that's the guy wrote. Typical yeah. SEC. Yeah. So, like, it really should have been a clean sweep. Um, you know, but. You know, it wasn't a clean sweep. Sweep up those damn tenders off the ground. Oh! Come on, Boom. I'm back. Boom. Let's go. Yeah, coop finders. Well, I'm not back. It's like a, it's like a, a jump guy, a jump shooter. Jeez, Louise. A basketball player in a shooting slump. You got to make one. Guess you go through the rim. You're back. I shoot, saw you shoot. Back. Damn, damn right. You're right. Um, yeah, so me and Spence, we – it was a hell of a trip. For I'm sure you. I mean, I actually was really bummed out that we didn't get a chance to go to Nashville for our team. Because I feel like we would have had a freaking riot. Would have been fucking unbelievable. Also, it would have been during COVID though, so it would have been probably pretty messed up. Um, After the game, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's really really insensitive. You say that (laughs) it wouldn't have gone out. Um, That's true. I I literally quarantined all of that year. I didn't leave my house. You know that. Yeah, Spence walked around in a hazmat suit. It was crazy. Basically. I never got COVID, though, till after the Citrus Bowl. Got in Florida. That, that was awesome. That was fun. What was that bar, that uh, frog? Senior frog on that Wednesday? Okay, start going back to what we were talking about. <laughs> I wish we would have gone to Nashville. Would have been a riot. Our team would have had a blast. Like, we had a great crew. Um. I mean, I talked to everyone on your guys' trip, and apparently the whole week was nuts. Yeah. Mainly because you were studying for the game. But I also, wasn't. I wasn't playing. Actually, say that, you, I can say this. You weren't. You had a blast. Yeah, everyone else you were with okay. had a riot, pleb riot. I mean, that town, I went out a couple times, and it's just, it's, I don't know how you guys did it for a week straight because it was insane. Well, we didn't. I mean, pleb did. Pleb, like, actually did a week straight. I couldn't. Um, I did like four nights. Uh, out that's of the week. a lot, though. Like that is that's, a lot. By the end of it, you're that's you're sweating it out. Yeah. Well, so Plev had hernia surgery like a week before we went down there. He yeah. literally was oozing whiskey out of his his incision, um, like his 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 gut <laughs> where they cut up. Where they, they are you serious? It. No, I'm not serious, Coop. Um, <laughs> but uh <laughs> but yeah it was a great time um i needed to get out of there though i never go back dude you missed you missed I'll, out i'll be back, I'll be back. The, yeah we're all gonna be back for yeah. something i don't know what it is but one of our bachelor parties that's the destination spot your bachelor party with uh take it easy, take it easy. <laughs> well i i will say this I think I already said. Did I say this in the pod? Uh, you haven't said it yet. Being, <laughs> being on Jason Aldean's stage at midnight when the clock hit, like when the clock struck and it was New Year, and they played Broadway Girls, and they said, I met her down at Aldean's. They were playing that. I met her down at Aldean's. When we were on the stage at Aldean's, was arguably the coolest thing of all time. Did you guys see any country stars? None. No, Dang. no, yeah. wow, it's too packed, dude. Like, it was it was a nightmare on New Year's Eve, dude. Um, 
nightmare. Like I, I've never seen that packed of a city before. So when, I could tell you guys had a fun time in Nashville because I kind of told it last week a little bit, but so I got it. I'm flying home to Dallas, right? In the airport, Spirit. I deserved it because I flew Spirit Airlines. Get up to my gate. 10 minutes before boarding and they're like, we're going to delay you three hours and 50 minutes. It was like, all right, sweet bar right there. Who comes walking in about 30 minutes later, it's Moss. Uh, <laughs> there, <laughs> there were four of them and Moss. I, I noticed Moss right away. Cause he's been on. Yeah. And it was his parents and then his girlfriend. No, no, his parents and girlfriend weren't there. They were flying back to Iowa city. What? No, no, it was four she, players. She has Moss, Moss, Tyler, Andrus. Oh, was he with like Nolan Donald and no uh, one? Nick no one's the fucking yes, man. the youngster yeah. man. That's a great crew. Yes, dude, it was so funny. But uh, yeah, one of them could only get watered down barely. So yeah, those, <laughs> those so they have a good, they're they're a good time, dude. The rest of us. We're ready to, yeah. We we got after it during our delay. It was awesome, man. Hell of a time yeah, in O'Hare Airport. I, I I found out why people enjoy Bloody Mary so much after that weekend. Right. Yeah. Gets it. It gets you right uh, back on your horse. Dude, Bloody Mary. I would take a Bloody Mary over mimosa any day of the week. I'm a thousand percent. I'm so I'm I'm bored with Bloody Marys. It's disgusting. I'm telling you, it helps, man. Yeah. Um, all right, here's a big question for you guys, and I guess we could end with this. Embrace debate. I sent it to you guys last night. I already know this. I already know the answer to Spencer's. I, know what his I don't even is. know what you're talking about. What is I so you guys, this is going to be interesting because you guys didn't grow up Hawkeye fans, but clips played all throughout the facility when you guys were there. This is Iowa Cubs tweet. Got to thinking of my personal Mount Rushmore of Iowa athletes, not who is the best, but who are my personal favorites. So it could be it could be anyone. Um, you got to pick four. Who is on your Iowa Mount Rushmore previous athletes? I can tell you. I can guarantee you. I will know. I think two of the four that Spencer's going to choose. But go ahead. You go first, Spence. Um, I'm just gonna like talk about guys I played with. Um, Never mind. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do both. Do both. Okay. Um, <laughs> guys I played with. Uh, Keith Duncan. Um, is this like? Is this like people we are like cool? Like enjoyed being around and like. I, and I'm they were like people. enjoyed how they played. I'm gonna do like a combination okay. of both. Okay. Keith Duncan, mm -hmm. Brady Ross. Um, oh, jeez. Oh, I got, I got a couple of good ones then. Um, Monty Potterbaum. Um, this is fucking tough. And then I'm going to sound like a meat rider, but uh, Lindy. Because he would, he would just kill this. <laughs> I think – I think it would be a disservice if you didn't have your center as one of them. Yeah. And roommate. That's yeah. a good, that's a good list. It's a very good list. Yeah. Shit. That's a tough. That's a great list. Two fullbacks, a kicker in your center. Dude, like watching them play was, I mean, Keith, it's more so like just the, like he was so clutch and he was, I mean, he's like, he was a great, like one of my all time favorite teammates, but Great dude, but also just like mm -hmm. clutch as hell and like showboated, like all that stuff was really cool. The swagger he had in those moments were yeah like, remarkable. It was pretty cool. I'm gonna go with the Paulson twins. That's one. That is. We'll, we'll give you that. It's an awesome, uh, awesome pick. Yeah, uh, I'm also gonna go with Brady Ross, just because of the fact that first of all, I love Brady, and yeah, he's the freaking man. Stop. Um, and he, going off of a respect thing, I remember this clear as day. In practice, when we, I was a freshman, it was like when we had uh, Bo Bauer was one of our 
uh, linebackers. So it was Bo and Joe, Josie Jack, or Josie Jack. <laughs> cool. um, <laughs> Bo's going to start a fight with someone because someone hit him after the play. And, like, they hit him. And it's one of those things where it's, like, the slow motion. And it's, like, moments before disaster. Like, someone's going to freaking light someone up. Brady Ross, I shit you not, came in a full sprint across the field and just depleted Bo. Like, feet up in the air, depleted Bo. It was like – but it's the same thing also. Like, that was the Paulson twins, too. Like, they do the same stuff. I also yeah. heard a story that Brady just drop kicked, drop kicked a kicker in high school, which was a hilarious story. Um, Damn, I don't know. I'm going to have to go – there's so many good dudes – well, if we're talking like guys I was friends with, but I was like looked up to. Well, guys you like love to watch play too. Yeah, Nick Easley. Yeah, I love watching Nick Easley. He was like always a mentor to me too. Um, this is gonna sound so lame too, because you and Lindy. I think Nico. For me, it's, I, I love watching Nico play. That's very and true. To this day, the coolest – I will always say this. The play that you threw to Nico, Penn State, will be the coolest play I've ever seen in person in my entire life. It was mm-hmm. like the coolest thing. I can't imagine being on the field for that. Being on the sideline for that was like the the coolest feeling ever. That, his was, route on that too was just – he. That's oh. why I was so – that's why I loved it so much was because like – we were practicing that for weeks, that play for weeks, and we couldn't figure out, like, a good team to really run it up against. And I remember when we were in the huddle on the field, and they're like, we're running that play. I'm like, oh, my gosh, bro, he's going to kill him. And then he just destroyed him. Yeah, I love I loved watching Nick play. I think Nick's a beast. Um, Don't let us forget, we need to end with that debate. But keep going. Okay. Um, let's do – Let's do people we didn't play with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or we could do any sport. I want people before your time. It is any sport, by the way. People before your time or who you wouldn't say you're, like, friends with, unless they came before your time. That's cool, too. Like See, That's hard, though, because, like, me and Spence were, like, Hawkeye fans before we became Hawkeye But you've players. seen – yeah, I guess I mean that's true, but you've I'll seen it, memories. I'll give it a shot. Um I could, Dallas Clark. Uh because mm-hmm. I think it's so swaggy to play with no gloves. Um and he was a dog, like obviously. Um Stanzi, because like he was he won a ton of games and mm-hmm. um always seemed to like like you look at his stats, you're like, oh like Okay, but then, like, I bet his fourth quarter stats in close games were just nuts. Um, um, he has legendary plays, too. Yeah, I'll go um, – like, I, I I don't know, like, Micah Hyde, just because, like, some of his yeah. like, burns were, like, nuts. Um, and then – ooh, one more. Um I'll go Bob Sanders. Um, I mean, you could make the argument that the single most important player in our program's history under Coach Ferentz is Bob Sanders. Um, like he set the he set up like what we became and what we are um, with how he played. <clears throat> he was like the original like undersized, under recruited, like absolute freak baller. That just the way he played was. I mean, we still like. Once a year, Coach France has a cut-up that he'll put up of Bob. Um, I don't know him personally, Bob Sanders. Um, I think it's so cool. Also, after I, after I do my list for that, too, I think we should need to go back to our original list and do some honorable mentions because I forgot some people. But, yeah, we okay. did. Um, Kittle. Kittle's just the man. Yeah, it's like – He's full of energy. All when he came, him and Bathard came to the was that Middle Tennessee State. Yeah, hype, dude. That was sweet. Um, 
Cool story about Kittle. Uh, it was C.J. Beathard's, I believe, bachelor party, and they came to Iowa City for it. That was oh, yeah. winter of 2019. Yeah, it was like yeah. January. And yeah. I actually think I, I might have been, or I might have been with you at some at that night, Spence. But um, yeah. he or Kittle comes up and was like, "You guys want to go shot for shot?" And we're like, <laughs> like <laughs> "Let's just rip shots, boys!" Like he was the man. Like didn't care. He was a millionaire. He just wanted to hang out yeah, in Iowa City. He's a good dude. Um, shit. I'm going to go. I'm going to have to go Stanzi, too. Stanzi's pregame speech to us that one time was electric. Amazing. He was like, an honorary captain. Yeah, 2019, Penn State. Electric. Um, unbelievable speech. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was. Throw the throw the effing spear. Yeah, he was he was sweet. Um, I'm trying to think of like offensive players. Uh, the guy who did the dab in the Big Ten championship is it Tavon Smith? Tavon Smith. That was that was the game that um, Michigan State. That was the game I was at. Sure, Michigan State. I remember seeing that play. I'm like, this dude is fucking sweet. <laughs> I, I don't even know who Iowa is, but when he dabbed, I'm like. Oh my gosh, that was electric. Claiborne four. There we go. I like that. Dog. Okay. My going back. Oh yeah, Forrester, go ahead. My list is my first two guys, first memories of becoming a Hawkeye fan in my lifetime. Jeff Horner was the original in my own mind. He was a basketball player. Oh. Um, he was prior. He was the year we were the three seed um, playing. I think we we're three seed playing Northwestern State. We got upset first round in the tourney, but he was the first guy who was like this guy. It was like Jimmer Fredette in my little kid brain at that point. Yeah. <laughs> um, Drew Tate, first memory ever. Um, I think I've told this story on the pod, but. That was my first memory of hot anything football related, anything Iowa related. We were watching the game at my uncle's house, and another one of my uncles uh, literally jumped through the drywall of the ceiling as Tate threw it to Holloway down the field to win that ball game. Great call, Coach O'Keefe. They brought the corn. They brought the will and the free safety. Played a post safety zone. So high. Called little, uh, little Atlanta. Well, you know, it's I'll, I'll tell a quick little story. So that blitz that they ran, they had us outnumbered. They could have sacked Drew. But the safety that's blitzing with the Will linebacker, because we can only block one of them on that protection, the free that's coming stopped. He stopped in his tracks, like at the line of scrimmage, or almost the line of scrimmage. And so Drew take it, just rip it down the field. Touchdown. Touchdown, Hawks. Insane. Uh, yeah, that was that was actually first memory. I can go back as far too. Uh, number three, Sean Green. Don't he was – the fact that there was a top ten matchup, Kinnick under the lights, and everyone wore a green shirt, like that's when you know you're cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Ricky Stanzi. I sent it to you guys last night, so um, – I, I am not just copying all three lists with the Stanzi, but uh, <laughs> he won an orange poll, so that was really cool. Honorable mentions, Claiborne, Jack Campbell. Never met Campbell, actually, so I could say that. Uh, Marvin McNutt, Micah Hyde, Jared Utoff. Utoff was a basketball player. I forgot about you. I, I, remember, I remember Utoff. Man, they had some good teams. <clears throat> what we, oh, you guys won honorable mentions for guys you played with. Yeah, I'm not doing any other sport. Um, although if I did if I did one other sport, I'd say wrestling. I'd say Abasad. Boom. Um, Dog. Abasad's the goat. Spencer Lee's also probably one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. But mm -hmm. uh, honorable mentions: Worfs. Yeah, freak. Like you want to talk about a freak? Pound for pound, good dude. Um. I mean, Josie Jewel is insane. Like, Dude, yeah. I, I, could, I could, like, honorable no, mention. defense. I was going to say, honorable mention the whole 2017 defense. Like, Josh Jackson, <laughs> Josie, 
The whole defensive defensive line was in the NFL, or is currently in the NFL. And then the one who's not is currently the director of player personnel for the Hawks. Yeah, breaks it. He got a, he was a he was in the Packers like two Yeah, days. He, had a, he had a little stint. Like yeah. ever like dude, that whole defense. The Nelson brothers, not Nelson brothers, the Nelsons, Dead Lattimore was in the Seahawks. Dead dot said. Um Dog. Parker Hesse's on the Falcons. Brinks played a little bit for the Packers. Then you had Josie, who starts for the Broncos. Bo, I don't know if Bo made a team or not. Then we had a. Uh, Bo was on the. He made the. Or I don't know if he made it. But he was on the P squad for the. Um, for the Broncos, I know. Josh Jackson. Yep. Uh, Hank Hooker. Hooker. Hankinson start. Ojemudie. Oh, Hooker. Yeah. Uh, dog. Oh uh, yeah, OJ. OJ didn't start either, though. Uh, Who's the other corner? Is Josh and who? Manny. Might have uh-huh. been Manny. I think he was getting. Inter- he, I think him and Hankins would switch off. Gotcha. Um. All right. You know what we have to get to though. And the which, Fanton, Fanton Hawkinson combo. Yeah, that was sick. Um, we have to get to this because I, I mean I'm sure Spencer has to get to bed, but. When I tweeted, uh, like when Spencer, when Spencer was like done or whatever, like when he needed surgery, essentially, I just tweeted out his career stats. I also said he had the coolest moment in Kinnick Stadium history: the Nico to Spencer pass. Some of the, which there are some awesome memories. Great ones were brought up. I can't speak to a damn thing about the 80s, 90s, whatever. Sure, we're young, whatever. There were a lot of, like, Keith Duncan kicks that came – there were a lot of, like, kicks to win a ball game that, like, came up. You cannot tell me a stadium is more captivated on a game-winning field goal than that Nico – or Spencer to Nico pass. I mean, think about it. We we, we... – just to win the game against Penn State, it was number three versus number four. After we won that game, we were number two in the country. <laughs> then lost to Georgia, Purdue. Um, yeah, I mean, shit, we were better than the only team we were weren't better than was it Bama or Georgia? Georgia, Bama lost that that day. Yeah, that's lost why we were it. number two. Yeah, yeah, that was. I'm. Mean, it's just. It's it's it was the that was the coolest thing I've ever seen, I've ever seen. Yeah, I'm, I mean, my, it's my own personal favorite memory at Kinnick, that's for sure. Um, but I'm a top, little biased. Top three memories. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Um, I mean, that's that's probably one. Personal. Uh, yeah, that's personal one. Too. Uh, Wisconsin in 2020. Because um, that was that like, was... we hadn't beat him in five years. Um, we were damn good that year, too. Yeah, that was a bummer. Uh, the beginning did it sucks. Um, yeah, that was awesome. Um, I don't, I don't even know. Um, what my third would be? Maybe like, uh, dude, I don't even, I don't even know. What about your first ever touchdown? Middle Tennessee. <laughs> that was sweet. Yeah, little QB sneak. Still not was, sure I got in, but they called us. That's, that's where we got that pick uh, we have. That is an elite picture. Elite pick. One of my favorite plays of you is when you went tumbling into the end oh, zone wait, on yeah, your designed Indiana sweet. run. That whole game, yeah. Okay, that game was sick because it was the first so, game with fans. Yeah. And we were supposed to get we – were, they were supposed to beat us. Um, Goodson. Yeah, T. Good balled out. Literally fifth play of the game, they misaligned and we ran for 70 yards. Um, that was sick. Yeah, that was a really fun. That was awesome. And Riley, like that was so sick. Mm-hmm. So my, you're talking about Indiana, right? Yeah, Indiana 21. I mean, it, well, because we went into it because it's like Indiana came up a great season, and everyone's like, "Damn, they're gonna be good." They were within 19. They were. I think they were 16, and we were 17, or they were 17, we were 18. Okay. Yeah. Go. I mean, dude. Yeah, that was electric. Like that, that swarm was like so sweet. Um, and just like the how loud it got, 
not only after T gets touchdown, but then after Bradley's pick six. I think it was the next drive. Yeah. They got the ball and Bradley picked him off right away. That was so cool. Yeah, it was incredible. It was yeah. rocking. Kinnick was rocking. We, we do like our our stint. I mean, you're still you still got one more stint there, but like Different. when me and you were there together, our like this stuff that went on there was nuts. Yeah. We uh we were lucky. We had an awesome run. Yeah, we had a great, great crew. Great team. Such a fun year. Yeah. It was great. Coop, I have a trivia question for you, and then we can let Spencer run. Who was my first ever podcast co-host? This one's for Coop. Is it a trick question? Is it Spencer? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I actually forgot about that, bro. Wait, what dude, was it? It was me. It was in a. It was a dude. What the hell was that class? Was Rhetoric. Rhetoric. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's how me we had. Yeah. I would like to publicly say this: we had just the worst teacher on earth. He specifically moved our final project to an exact grade that would get us like point two below the next letter grade. Yeah, I didn't do well in that class. Um, no, tell me. About I, uh, it. Dude, so Forster, I have the recording because it's in my voice memo still. And that recording, if I'm shuffle playing music on my phone, like every like you know six months, all of a sudden it'll come out. It'll come on. It'll say Tyler Barnes podcast. <laughs> That's say, right. We had Tyler Barnes, and it's Forster open up. He goes. Hello, we welcome in our audience. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, I, I mean, I skip it immediately. I'm not going to listen to that. But, um, yeah, dude, it was uh, – that was crazy. It was on NIL, actually. We were kind of ahead of our time there. That's yeah. so cool. It's hilarious. We, me and Ryan had rhetoric together our freshman year, and we both did it on why athletes should get paid as well. And we both got the exact same grade and both got a C in the class because of it. Dude, mm-hmm. Like literally, same exact situation. What happened to us? <clears throat> like we we got a seventy seven percent exactly both of us. I got I had an A going. I I had a ninety percent going into that final project and ended with a seventy nine point eight. I was like, you did that on purpose, you asshole. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's I mean, you walk into that red. If you walked into that rhetoric building and you had you were an athlete, or you talked about how athletes should get paid, you were screwed. <laughs> yeah. Like if you through. honestly, if you walked into that building and you just looked like you played a sport in your life, you were screwed. <laughs> you were screwed. I think uh well, I think in hindsight, Forster, like we made a podcast about why athletes should get paid while we're going to school for free. <laughs> and we have some you TA. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was. Um yeah, we have some TA that that's probably read it like this asshole like wants more money is probably what was going through his head at the time, you know. In hindsight, um, yeah, <laughs> got to know your audience there a little bit. And he yeah, let us know on the grading sheet that he did not approve. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's tough. That was so fun. That was all right. So that was how I met Spence. He was a senior in high school because he came early for spring ball. Yeah. I didn't know you played football until probably March of yeah. that class, and we did every group project together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure, I told you the band story. I told no. you. Story. You sure? Somebody, oh, how somebody thought you were in the band? Yeah, never mind. For the pinstripe ball or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was so effed up, dude. I mean, no offense to any band players. I think being in the band's sick, but like. I, I will say I did not look like – I mean, I was like a 170 pounds, hair down to my shoulders. I just, I did not look like a, a football player. I don't think I ever did the whole time I was in college. I'll tell you one thing I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have no idea where you're going with that, but <laughs> – all right, we'll wrap up. Spence, thanks for coming on, man, and uh, hopefully we'll see you soon. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me on. This was fun. Yes, sir. Yep.